Thursday, March 30th, a lot going on in the world and in outer space as well. Chris, this is a story that sounds like it's straight out of gravity, that movie with Sandra Bullock. Uh, astronaut Peggy Whitson immediately reported uh, there was a mishap to mission control today. Uh, astronauts lost an important piece of the space station shielding uh, during a spacewalk. The bundle basically drifted off into space. And NASA said it's going to monitor uh, to make sure it doesn't come back and hit the station. How scary is that? That's reported by Global News. Yeah. You know, one problem is that this stuff was supposed to be, it's like a cloth shielding that's supposed to be covering up the side of the station. Now it's floating around, caught in Earth's gravitational pull, and it could come back and uh, whack them. Yeah. Well, the shield is also supposed to protect against uh, micrometeorite debris. And it's one of four pieces that uh, Whitson and another astronaut were installing over the uh, spot left because they relocated a docking port. And they said the three remaining shields, they've installed them to cover most of the vulnerable spots. But hello, there's a big hole there. And you just hope nothing goes through. And especially the fact that this could come back and hit them. Because, uh, you know, if you think about the scenes from Gravity, that was one of the most terrifying parts of that movie. I don't think there was anything realistic about that movie other than there are astronauts in space. Are you kidding? Um, Who is our famous astronaut? I love him. Hatfield. Hatfield. Chris Hatfield Hatfield. said he watched it and he said that's exactly what it's like when you're sitting out in space to look back at the (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what it's like when uh, debris is floating around and you can jump from space station to space station and float along and get caught. Why do you always have to shackle our buzz? (laughs) By the way, this apparently was very sad news because today there was supposed to be a record-setting spacewalk for Whitson, the world's oldest and they say most experienced space woman. Why is she called a space woman and not an astronaut? Well, I think that... uh, Female astronaut yeah. is generally space how space woman. Spa- well, space woman sounds like I don't like she, it. Space woman sounds like she could be an alien. Yeah. Well, hey, speaking of uh, attack of the space women. Yeah, dun, that's dun, dun. now that is a bizarre story. I want to mark mark this on your calendar. March, right now, March the thirtieth. The time is three twenty three. I can't believe I'm gonna no three thirty two. Yeah, three thirty three now. I can't believe I'm gonna say this. Uh huh. I actually agree with Kathleen Wynn. I know. She says she has no plans to hike, only on this, by the way, for the record. <laughs> she has no plans to hike the $100,000 Sunshine List threshold. Says she's going to keep it the way it is. Why? Transparency. This list is coming out uh, tomorrow. It's the Sunshine List. And um, basically, it's an a- annual tally of uh, people working in the public sector, earning six figures and above, released on Friday. I don't know. I still I, you know what? I feel like it's it's a good idea to keep the sunshine list coming, but maybe to move the goalposts a little because a hundred thousand dollars ain't what it used to be. Yeah, but according to workopolis.com, the average person uh, earns under fifty thousand dollars a year. So, yeah, so frankly, yeah, so basically, you're making double the average. So that's why you should be on the yeah. list. Yeah, I'll agree with you and Kathleen on that one. I'd okay. like to. Oh my god, <laughs> that is that. I don't even love the sound of that sentence. <laughs> Um, this you and is, Kathleen like a couple of chipmunks. This is one of those crazy stories uh, that you think, oh, well, of course, it's in the states. But a five-year-old was handling, uh, it was was playing with a gun. It was stick. Let me just. It wasn't Forget a stick. What you just heard. She was playing with it like it was a gun. In her mind, in her imagination, it was a gun, and they were playing an imaginary game of kings and queens during recess. And this was uh, Caitlin Miller. She's playing the role of guard in the playground, mm-hmm. and she used a stick to stop her invaders. She's pew, 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 I'm guessing, right? 
Uh, she came home with a letter from the assistant principal last Friday. This is a little girl. The first When I first heard about this, I thought, well, it's a little boy who's going to do this. Mm-hmm. No, it was a little girl. She came home with a letter from her assistant principal last week informing her parents she was suspended from school for turning a stick into a gun and threatening to shoot and kill other students. Here's her mom, Brandy Miller. I mean, we know why it's bad because we watch the news, but then I have to tell my kid, you're not allowed to play like that at school because, you know, people do bad things to kids your age. I just want them to apologize to her and tell her that it's okay. You can be five and have an imagination. Yeah, I think the kid knows that. The mother explained that, she, you know, that she comes from a military family and that she understands gun safety and knows that a stick is not a real gun. Here's what I'm going to say to you. A suspension? How about stop doing that? Why don't we use our word? Why are adults not using their words anymore and telling no. kids, hey, uh, stop doing that right now? It's, a, it's an opportunity to start a discussion with the kids and say, this is why we don't do this. Yeah. And maybe it's OK to do that. I don't know. But, uh, but I, um, uh, uh, maybe I'll be tarred and feathered for saying this, but I think it's a perfectly natural thing for a kid to do. Pick up a gun with or a stick with a little right angle in it and turn it into a gun. At least as a little boy growing up, everything that I held could potentially have been a gun because that's is you you're using your imagination and what do you turn it into? Yeah, well, a sword. If I turned it into a sword, I'm potentially going to swing and hit a kid. But I'm just pointing it at someone saying pew pew. It's a stick. They're not going to get a splinter. I uh, I can't tell you how many times I've, I've when I was a kid that I play Lego with boys and mm-hmm. they just take two pieces yeah. and make a gun. I'm done. Boo <laughs> boo. What'd you do? I made a gun. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Very creative, using okay. your imagination. Uh, there's a new app coming out because there's all, there's an app for everything, right? And it's a safe TTC app. Uh, TTC is delaying the launch of that anti-harassment app. Uh, this is an app that was supposed to be released uh, about now. They're going to wait until the fall. And basically, it allows you to um, report several types of behavior on the TTC, including vandalism, And there's an awareness campaign the TTC is going to launch to uh, focus on harassment and assault of all kinds. So you'll be able to report it via the app. And it's a tool to fight sexual uh, assault and sexual harassment on the TTC. And we hear about this happening every day. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's interesting. I like that they're going to hold off. Listen, if there's a glitch, hold off. At least they're not doing what they did in Mexico. This is a really bizarre one. In Mexico, they've introduced... Um, male-only seats on trains. And these are specifically designed to make men as uncomfortable as women on public transport. What? Yeah, they're weird because, you know, you would think, okay, well, that's just letting men have a seat, yeah. right? What about, you know, the, the pregnant women's seats only? No, these ones are weird. They achieve the goal by making people feel uncomfortable because the seat is anatomically correct. So it has a chest with nipples, man, male nipples, abs, and junk. It's flaccid, by the way. Oh. Uh, basically, no men, when they watched, wanted to sit in that seat. So they avoid it and they feel uncomfortable. The ones that did sit down without looking down immediately uh, leapt up into the air like they were being burned by something. I don't think Didn't any like that. man or woman wants to sit in that seat. No. <laughs> and, and how about the woman has to sit next to it? She doesn't feel comfortable either. What a, The a, motto of the movement is, it's uncomfortable to sit here. But it doesn't compare with the sexual violence that women suffer in their everyday lives. Well, that's one way to yeah, so sit raise attention to this thing. Oh, um, this is interesting. Uh, a majority of middle-aged Canadians, according to a University of Guelph study, the 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 aged uh, the ages of forty to fifty-nine, not using condoms. 
They are not using condoms, but their younger counterparts are. The study found 65% of men in the age bracket of 40 to 59 surveyed online reported not using a condom. Last time they had sex, the number of women, 72%. I think I know why, though. I think uh, George Costanza exemplified it the best. Tear it. Tear it I side. tried to tear it from the side. I can't get a good grip here. You got to do it like a bag of chips. No, here, give it to me. You wait a second. Just wait a second. Give it to me. You see? You see? Come on. Come on. It's too late. <laughs> oh, is that why, Chris? Actually, that's that could be one reason. The uh, respondents were married, divorced, single, or widowed. But uh, they say that basically it's because you're living, the longer you're alive, the more you actually get safer sex fatigue if you've had no negative outcomes. So this is just basically, ah, nothing bad's happened, so I'm just going to relax and not use a condom. I think people feel like they've aged out of the condom at some point. They've graduated beyond having to have safe sex, especially if you've been married once and then you're, you know, you're sort of playing with fire for a little while. And say you get divorced and get into another relationship, you might not uh, want to go back to the what feels like adolescent sexual behavior using, using the protection. But I think you still need to use protection. Well, I think that that is the message. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just bizarre that the younger people are and the older people aren't. Also, it's hard to open. Well, we heard <laughs> that as well. Especially if you're older and you've got arthritic fingers. It's. Do you think they're using condoms? I don't know. That's a visual I don't even want to think about.